seven from the stands podcast jacob and clint trying to ruin this thing from the start early on we uh we apologize in we advance for this for this podcast because we do not this is what we're makes off, it funny, we're off dude. to a bad start the braves <laughs> lost by a lot to the phillies <laughs> Uh, some of us have been. Do I got legitimate drink. tears? Some of us have been drinking. We need that after the break. Clint's dude. crying. Yeah, we have. Oh we have God. started recording. By the way, in case you forgot, I know. I'm sorry. Go Don't ahead. apologize Please. to me, Jacob. You apologize <laughs> to him. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not going to apologize. The listeners love it. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, uh, dude, I'm not really excited <laughs> to start this segment this time because. I went five and nine this week. So, Jacob, I'll let you take the uh, the uh, stats for this. All righty. So, we're going into week seven. Um, week six last week. This is there was fourteen that's how, games. That's how it works. Exactly. Go ahead and laugh at that. Go ahead and get it all out now. Um, fourteen games last week. Clint, you went four and ten. Sorry about it. Damn. Um, I should have hit the boo button. I think there's a boo button. Dude, that thing's loud. Careful. Warn me when you do. Um, You didn't warn us when you hit the Undertaker theme song last week. Oh, that's true. That's true. That went crazy loud, though. Anyway, um, I went six and eight. Not pretty. Um, JC, you went five and nine, like you said. And then Gavin, again, Clint's seven-year-old son, is just picking his face on color, mascot, all that, went eight and six and won the week yet again. He's won three of the six weeks so far this year, and JC's won three of the six weeks, having the best record that week wins the week. Um, so that's kind of sad, but good on Gavin. Good on Gavin. So hey, wins wins to him. Um, so so far to to wrap it up for the yearly record, uh, in first place still is JC at sixty and forty three. Um, then me and Gavin are now tied. 52 and 51 and then clint not too far back 49 and 54 thanks for well i mean you keep saying that you know put a little sugar on. no you keep saying that you know you're feel like you were so far back so i was like you're not that far back (laughs) oh my god dude at least i'm still providing a service to anybody that's listening because then you could just fade me and you're gonna make money so we're we're still (laughs) good way to look at it i'm not too upset about (laughs) i like the strategy fade clint Who's yeah. trying to fade me every time now? Um, but hey, a good. Dude, I'm fading myself. This is the thing. Week, you so. just have a solid Watch week out. this week. You're going to be over 500. You can maybe overtake your son at that rate. We'll see. The only problem is, yeah. dude, this week there's a lot of big uh, spreads. Big spreads. Yep. And we're in Listen, the conference. I don't need y'all to talk me up and like give me the no, old. I'm, I'm, hey, no, hang I'm in saying there. it's going to be harder. I need the heat. I need some way to wake me up because I have picked like well, shit. I'm, I'm telling you, the big spreads are going to be tougher. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. That's well, what you need to hear. We'll see. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get into it. Speaking of uh, some yeah, rather large spread to start the season, number one Georgia taking on Vandy. 31 and a half point favorites uh, Georgia is over Vandy. Um, at this point in the season, it doesn't surprise me. I think, I think if Georgia hadn't done what they did at Kentucky last week, this spread maybe wouldn't be as much. I'm kind of been taking this mindset more recently. Even get into his conference games, these big spreads, man, are hard. Like hard for me to believe. I mean, they're obviously capable of beating this team by thirty-one points, and and they might. But God, thirty-one in a conference game, man. I don't, I don't even know. I'm gonna I'm gonna cede to you guys first, Jacob. I'll let you start before I make my pick on this one. Yeah, thirty-one and a half is is quite the amount. Um, 
that's as I was starting to go through some of these picks, man, in these top 25 games, and I hope the listeners will kind of catch on. I was like, okay, this team definitely going to win, right? And I started imagining a score. Then I saw the spread. I'm like, fuck, that's exactly what the score was going to be. So, like, these spreads are, like, right on the money, at least in my mind. Um, so that that makes it harder for us to to pick these games. Um, Georgia, like you said, finally looked like Georgia, what we expected all year. against a what we thought is a good Kentucky team, um, which maybe in hindsight – we can kind of retract a little bit because they, again, only threw 60, 69 yards or something like that against um, Florida, and they ran for 300. So they just kind of got lucky, I guess, in a way, and had a really good running game that day because um, you have to be balanced to be a good team, and obviously Georgia exposed that. Um, so this week, Georgia playing Vandy. Um, a little sad I got for you. Vandy's 0-7 against the spread. Surprise, not really that big of a surprise because it's freaking Vanderbilt. Um, but Vandy is only one of the only two teams that is not covered this year, and the other team is Illinois, and they're 0-6. Um, so that does not look good, uh, especially with Georgia doing what they did last week. So I'm going to take Georgia and the points. There you go. What you got, Clint? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to take Georgia just because I don't, I don't even know if Vandy's going to – like, what are they going to do? They don't run very well already, and then they're going to play Georgia? Like – and I think it's a, we kind of got to the point where Georgia's really starting to settle in. We've talked all year about starting slow and whatnot. <clears throat> I think it's, it, it, they're turning a corner as far as them showing us what we thought they were going to be all year. Um, and, you know, at, at this point, why, why I, the, as far as I could tell, I, I feel like this is just going to be another, because I want to go Vandy. I really do. I want to go Vandy because Converse game, even though I get it's Vandy, this might be a weird thing where it's like, oh, it gets kind of weird and it's only like a, a 13 point win for Georgia. Nah, I'm going to fade myself. Like I said at the beginning of this, I'm going to go the other way. Give me Georgia. They probably win by, I don't know, 45. I think I'm going to regret this, but it's a noon kickoff. It's at Vandy. They got more cranes than sections, I think, out there. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be pretty cloudy early in the day, maybe a little rain. Give me Vandy to cover the 31 and a half you just on Saturday go in an upset. Look, man, it's yeah. cloudy, it's rainy, it's Vandy. I guess. You know? Georgia is one and four and one against the spread so far in their first win being last week. So they there haven't we covered. Let's hope they catch but another this, L this week. looks like a different Georgia team now. So, All right, moving on. Number two team in the nation, Michigan. They're hosting Indiana, another noon kickoff. They are 33 and a half point favorites. The over-under is only at 45. Um... Because of this man, because of the way Indiana has has looked, uh, which I wouldn't say is that great. I know they kind of had maybe a, a quarter of two decently versus Ohio State. As much as I want to keep with Indiana, based on how I just picked Vandy, I think this Michigan offense is too good. And I think they're just starting. I mean, this is only what their second game or third game going into with Harbaugh, so still getting his play calls in and all that stuff. So give me Michigan to cover the thirty three and a half. I'm actually going to take. It sucks fading yourself because then you're just doubting everything. I'm actually going to take Indiana on this one. Um, for I, I get it, Indiana's not that great this year. Uh, but Michigan, up until last week, hasn't really shown that they're going to like absolutely blow people out offensively. Um, their defense is really good. I'll give them that. I just think that it's going to become one of those slow games. And at 33 and a half points, it's just maybe a backdoor cover from Indiana Indiana late in the game. I'll I'll take Indiana and all the points, please. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I this one I went back and forth on um, because of the big spread. Uh, neither one of these teams has been that great against the spread so far. But the one thing that made me think about Indiana for a second was they're coming off of a bye. Um, maybe get a second chance to look at some more tape and stuff on Michigan. But um, then again, I start, immediately talked myself down when I look back at some of the scores. They only put up three against Ohio Center. They kept close for a few quarters, like JC said. Um, only scored three there. But they they kept it within seven versus Louisville. But I I, I couldn't pull myself in to, to do that. I think Michigan is still one of the best teams in the nation. Um, it's almost like a guarantee, not a guaranteed lock to get into the playoff at this point because they still have a, you know, their their big games come at the end of the year. But this team's been look, looking completely like they've only given up 10 points and is the most they've given up in one game so far this year. So um, I'm going to take Michigan in the point. I like it. I like it. And I think that over under obviously kind of leaning that way <laughs> with how low that one is as well. Um, Jacob, I'll start with you on this one. Um, I know you just went. Let's start with you and we'll go to Clint. Ohio State traveling to Purdue, another noon kickoff. Ohio State's 19 and a half point favorites. How do you feel about this one? This was one of the games where I started realizing, like, <clears throat> wow, Vegas really had it right on the money <clears throat> because Purdue was good last year. This is at Purdue. Um, they're not that good this year, um, unfortunately, for football fans. Kyle, I enjoyed be, uh, Purdue pretty, being pretty good last year. But um, 19 and a half was like right at where I was kind of thinking, like right around 20 points. So it made this hard. I'm still going to pick Ohio State. Um, but I will warn everybody that Purdue with Hudson cards, I forget, everybody forgets he's still there. Um, he's been okay this year, but Purdue throws the ball a lot. They've, you know, Kyle McCord has thrown it, uh, had 142 pass attempts this year where Hudson cards had 214. So <clears throat> they will throw the ball around and if they can jump on Ohio state first, you know, at the beginning, but Ohio state's been such a good defense this year. Um, I, it'd be hard to see that. That's why I'm still going to take Ohio state. I like it. What you got Clint? Yeah, I'm going to take Ohio State, too. Listen, uh, Purdue let Iowa score 20 on them. So that Uh-oh. means Ohio State's going to score like them. 55. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Relegate uh, them. FCS team. Yeah. That and Ohio State just saw Maryland. So they, they, just, they just saw a team that could throw the ball and a team that kind of relied on throwing the ball. Uh, so it's not going to be anything too new. Um, and yeah, like Jacob, you mentioned that defense. They're still you know top of the nation type defense so yeah give me give me Ohio State I'll lay the points yeah I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree with that as well um what Ohio State did to Maryland last week kind of surprised me like you what Clint mentioned with their their uh pretty prevalent passing game Purdue's just not not that team this year um and yeah as soon as you said they gave up 20 to Iowa that obviously seals it for me so give me Ohio State as well to cover that 19 and a half um I'll start with this one number four Florida State they're hosting Syracuse another noon kickoff lots of games Starting at noon with the, the top four teams playing, Florida State opens up as 17 and a half point favorites. I think we were all kind of excited how Syracuse was playing. Um, obviously, the Clemson game was kind of close there for a minute. They couldn't really push the ball down the field, though. Um, obviously, Clemson's defense kind of stymied that, that offense. And then obviously, you saw what North Carolina did last week with that 40 to 7 drumming, kind of putting Drake May back on the Heisman list. So I think Florida State um, needs a statement game that'd be kind of like out of the, I, I mean, off the radar it is you know a kind of maybe an unfair statement to make but some other talks um have been going around the country but give me florida state statement game here i think they're easily going to cover this 17 and a half yeah i'm gonna take florida state as well we talked about syracuse how they start off pretty hot this year and then uh kind of dropped the ball last week and unc actually just destroyed them and i like unc i don't think they're that good like 
they're good. Uh, l- let me not bash on them. Let me keep this positive. But UNC is a good team. Week I just didn't see them doing that. Yeah, yeah. Hush I didn't mouth. see them doing that to to Syracuse. Syracuse, I don't, I don't think they have like, I don't think they quit. I think they're just getting exposed a little bit here. So let me let me take FSU and I'll lay the points as well. Yeah, I've got FSU as well, minus seventeen and a half. Um, Syracuse, kind of right now, not the same, but reminds me of Notre Dame. They're going through a real rough part of their schedule. Um, like we'll get to Notre Dame, Notre Dame in a little bit, but they're playing Southern Cal this week, so they just had a brutal two or three week schedule. Um, Syracuse playing Clemson, losing thirty one fourteen, and then losing, like you said, to North Carolina forty to seven. Just really rough schedule so far um, in this little stretch here, and they've just been reeling. They've just been kind of on the downward slide, and I think it's just going to kind of continue having to travel to Florida State. Um, so yeah, I've, I've got FSU minus seventeen and a half. Real quick, you guys are going to be surprised on this, but Clem made a good point when they all of a sudden people started putting North Carolina back in like the upper echelon of teams. All of a sudden, after this win, I saw a, I don't know what uh, Instagram page it was, but um, pretty reputable source. But they had Drake May as on the Heisman list ahead of Dylan Gabriel, which I thought was absolutely blasphemy how he's played this year and then going into the last Whoa. game, which coming from me is a big deal to me. That, that was absolutely absurd right especially i mean this is after the yeah, based off yeah. of this what? is after the texas game too like yeah drake made through for 440 yards and four touchdowns but if you watch the oklahoma texas game you know obviously and, I, and i'm the biggest shit talker there has been for oklahoma in the entire like, world Jeez. so yeah that kind of rubbed me the wrong way i was like what, what are we talking about here so yeah that's that's silly i mean at this point now towards the end of the year yeah that might that right i might just be mean true. yeah because i double checked it to make yeah, sure right it happened now, after yeah, Saturday's yeah. game, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's silly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Obviously, they're making the talking point. They're getting us to talk about it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, All right, right. finally, we're, we're past the noon kickoffs. Um, well, we got a couple more, but at least out of the top four. Um, all right, number six, Penn State hosting UMass. Penn State's 41.5-point favorites. So UMass is absolutely terrible, and I think Penn State could easily cover this. The thing is, I think Penn State is going to get to an early lead, 28-0, 35, whatever the case may be put in their subs they'll still probably cover but if i was a betting man which i'm not uh well i'll take that back i'm just not this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just straight uh, lied. Yeah, about 40, 41 41 still a lot man and no you know what screw it penn state you know penn state 40 i just i taught myself they're gonna throw the ball man. down the field like, huh? i keep i just keep looking at umass to like yeah, dude, 41 and a half is too much. Give me Penn State, man. I taught myself out of it right in the middle of that take. <laughs> I mean, y'all saw that po- uh, the uh, press conference with James Franklin, right? How like they were talking about throwing the ball down the field and everything. <laughs> this is the game to do it. Yeah, there was somebody asked him, like, do you ever just something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing, but the, the, the guy that asked him a question was like, y- y- you ever just like tell your guys to just like chuck it up? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like something, just just throw it. And he was like, "What are you talking about? Like you're you're making my skin crawl right yep. now." No, we just don't tell our guys just to chuck. I don't it know up. why, dude. I remember there was one game, uh, in high school. So uh, we talked about I was a running quarterback, but we literally ran like, uh, so we were on like trips left, so three receivers to the left, and it was like all go routes. Coach like call all go routes. I want you to run it. I'm like, okay, but like, what do you want me to tell them? Like, do, is it a passing? Are we so pass walking? Streaking down the field? We pass walking. He's like. Just call the play and you run. I was like, "All right, guys, we're running trips left. You go routes. Everyone goes." I'm just. Gonna, I was like, "All right, like this is not the hour supposed to block for this, but okay." But yeah, he definitely's got to just come on, throw the ball down the field, right? Like every once in a while, then he got smoked by the defensive end. I'm sure. Uh, just, no, I think it yeah. worked out. Oh, he but, will in this game. 
It worked out. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Who, you guys, so who do you guys got in this one? Yeah. So uh, obviously this is a huge amount, but I'm still taking Penn State. Um, briefly, kind of because of UMass, I think last year was the worst team in FBS. Um, and they're not any better this year being one and six. Kind of weird. Like, Clint, I remember you said back when we first started this season, like how you hate that there's weak zero games and stuff because teams have played already and stuff mm-hmm. like that. UMass has played seven games where Penn State's played five. UMass is one and six and Penn State's five and oh. Um, just kind of weird. And Penn State's covered all five games so far. So, yeah, 41 has still a lot, but I think they could they could do it again. I mean, UMass is just begging to get to that bye week they have next week because that's going to be eight games before bye week, which is kind of crazy. So, I'm going to take Penn State. Yeah, listen, uh, we're getting to the point of the year where Vegas is going to start catching on. Like, they're starting, we could tell off of these spreads, they're getting really good yeah. at where they're putting these lines. There's a reason that the line is this high. Like it's it's a good chance that Penn State will cover, and so I'm gonna take Penn State as well. I, UMass, like JC said, they're just not good. I mean, they're losing to not good You're teams. Trash. That's how not good they are. So, yeah, yeah. So give me give me Penn State. I'll lay the the giant number. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Uh, is game day is going to Washington? Yep. Is that correct? Seattle. Okay. So Washington versus Oregon. A top 10 matchup, number 7th ranked Washington host in Oregon. Look, probably one of the most anticipated games of the year, at least up until this point. I feel like we say that every week, but with with two Heisman candidates, two of the highest scoring offenses in the country, if not top five. I'm not, I don't know the actual specific ones, but they're definitely top five. Um, quarterbacks as well. It's a 3.30 kickoff on ABC. Washington op- opens up as three-point favorites. Uh, Clint, I'll let you start on this one, man. This one... Uh, <coughs> It's tough. I was kind of surprised Washington opened up as a favorite. I don't know if that was more given to the home team. Jacob's going to have to fill us in on whatever's going on on his end. But uh, Dude, an ad hit me, and it scared the living shit out of me. I think I flipped the desk almost. <laughs> Ignore that. Continue. All right. I'm just making sure, man. Just just making sure you're good. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, it kind of surprised me when I first saw it. I was thinking Oregon overall maybe um, being the better team that, that I've at least from the little bit that I have watched from those West Coast games. But I'll let you start with that, man. How you feel on that one with Washington being three-point favorites? You still got me good here? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, man. you're back. Okay. First, I get y'all froze. Let's make sure we're all we're all square. Missed half of what you said, but I think what I caught was that you were surprised about uh, Washington being the favorite yeah. here. Yeah. And I, I agree, <clears throat> especially at or, um not even in spite of it being at Washington, right. just the way Oregon's played this year. And Oregon's been kind of tested. I think they played te- was it Texas Tech earlier this year where it wasn't really a scare, but it was it's kind of a closer yeah, they had game that at least at the end to you see know, it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh I'm still waiting to see the big test for Washington. Yeah, well, here it is. And you're gonna face a, a Oregon team that not only can score, but has a really good defense. Um and we've talked about the you know, the the Pac twelve you know, in years past about having, you know, all these prolific offenses. Well, it's it's not just offenses anymore, and Oregon is uh, um, a testament to that. They they look really good defensively, and I think they're going to come out and play kind of like Louisville just did, where they're just all over the place. Um, just fast, quick, on the ball. I, I like Penix. I like Washington. I think this is going to be a really good game. Uh, I'm excited, obviously, that game day is there. Give me, give me Oregon. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna be the the old man in the group. I'm still gonna say that defense wins championships. Give me Oregon, and I, I I'll lay the uh, or I'll take no take. Was it three? Yeah, Washington's yeah, favorite three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the three. Jacob, I'll go ahead and take this and let you finish it off since it's gonna be your team. 
Um, right. th- this one, yeah, that that's kind of the only, the thing I was getting at. Clint was just kind of surprised by it. I, the over under is at sixty seven. If I were to put money on this, I would definitely say bet the over. The way some of these games have been going recently in the eighties and nineties um, between these teams and USC and all that stuff. Clint, I'm with you, man. I think that Oregon has the edge on defense. It's hard for me to pick against Penix and the way he's been playing, especially with that group of receivers. But I, I got to give the slight edge to Oregon's defense, especially when it gets into the later part of the season. We'll talk about it coming up soon with USC and their defense. So close, I know, but if you're going to give me three points, yeah, I'll take Oregon and those three points. Yes, sir. Gentlemen, this is probably the game of the year so far. I know Texas, Oklahoma was a damn good game. Um, there's been some other good games as well, uh, even all the way back to Colorado, TCU. But I mean, this is the, when it comes to the playoffs so far, this is probably the one of the top games so far. Um, I, I will say that I remember, you know, Oregon starting the year, that was my, my pick to win the Pac-12. So, of course, I'm, I'm still going to stick with Oregon for this game, especially if you're going to give me three points. I know it's in Washington, um, which I'm excited to go to have a big game back at this stadium because I remember it was, what, 2014 back when they were really good or something like that, and they made the playoffs and everything. I, I love this Washington team. Um, so I'm interested to, interested to see this matchup because this is definitely the best defense that Washington has faced so far. Um, same with Oregon's defense. This is the best offense they've uh, played so far. Uh, both of these teams are like top three in, in the nation in, in total offense. So this could be, like you said, JC, this could go well over or that, that over-under number could be right or it could easily go well over. I don't think it's going to go well under right. um, unless it's just a drought by um, Oregon just completely dominating the game. But um, yeah. We, we talked about Michigan's defense and how good they've been. They've only given up the maximum 10 points. Like y'all talked about, if you take away the Texas Tech game, which was at Texas Tech and stuff, and it was kind of like a, a weird fluky game almost in a way where they gave up 30 points, they've given up 6, 6, 10, and 7. Kind of very wow. similar to Michigan. So nothing crazy. This Washington defense gave up 24, 32, uh, 19 so it, it they've they've they they have some holes there and i think oregon's going to take advantage of those um especially when give me three which i think three is kind of like just the if it's a pick'em game they'll give three to the home team isn't that kind of like the standard i think when it comes it, to betting but it's, yeah it's different in college than the nfl yeah nfl i feel like it's always like one and a half maybe but yeah in college i feel like maybe that's that's kind of like do three it. yeah so this is basically like a pick'em game so um, but if you're giving me three points anyway i'm gonna take oregon I, even i think they they can win by two scores so, yep, that, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's this one that surprised me the most that we're on the same page or, or definitely this next one. I don't know how we're going to feel about it. Um, but yeah, dude, that, that's going to be one of the more exciting games. Good and bad thing is that me and Jacob are going to be attending the South Carolina, Florida game. So that'll be something we'll just be catching in on our phone. We'll actually be able to watch that. So yeah. I'm sure we'll be looking forward to that, though. All right. This game is, to me, man, one of the more interesting ones as far as spread goes and picking them out. Number 10, USC, traveling to number 21, Notre Dame. Obviously, Notre Dame coming off that disappointing loss versus Louisville. USC coming off a game that, in my opinion, should have lost versus Arizona going into triple overtime. Um, with that being said, to my surprise, I guess just what we talked about, Notre Dame is a three-point favorite, so maybe a pick'em game, right? Due to USC's maybe lack of defense. Notre Dame obviously struggling to score the ball more recently. It's something we probably didn't think we'd say early on in the year, given their strong offensive line. Boys, I'll be honest with you. I don't know who I'm going to pick at this point with Notre Dame being three-point favorites. They haven't looked good recently. Um, and USC obviously can outscore just about anybody in the country, but can they stop somebody? Like You saw what Colorado did to them. Obviously, good offense. You see what Arizona did with a, a quarterback that only started two games. Sam Hartman's very experienced, but they're 
they just got dominated by Louisville um, defensive line. So I don't know where I'm going to lean. I want to lean USC's deep, or offense over Notre Dame and the way they played. But yeah, man, it's it's a tough one. Uh, let me, Jacob. I'm gonna if you're good with it, man. I'm gonna go to you first. Um, I just need a, a couple more minutes to even figure this out in my own brain. So I'm gonna go to you first, and then right. maybe if I'm ready by then, I'll go. Maybe you can convince me of something. No, this is this is gonna be a really good game. Um, I think Notre Dame, like we t- I talked about earlier, like uh, Syracuse is kind of reeling right now. Um, they're going through a real tough schedule, a uh, portion of their schedule. I mean, being a independent, they're gonna play all kind of people and have like a rough schedule. But um, at you know. The first of all, three weeks ago, they played Ohio State, lost by three, then went to Duke, lost by one score, and then played at Louisville and lost by um, two, two, two or three scores. Um, so they, they just had a rough, and you know, going into the year, you didn't think that was going to be a, a real rough schedule, but like those three games, and then you have SC coming to you, um, helps they get it at home. But I think the way they're reeling right now, I'm going to take S, SC in the three points. Um, Again, another kind of pick em game. But I will say this, like as bad as we think Hartman's been over the past couple of games, when you look at the, his stats compared to Caleb Williams, which we think Caleb Williams is like next level, and he is. But like um, Williams is thrown for 1,800 yards, Hartman 1,700 yards. Williams has 22 touchdowns, but Hartman has 16. It's not like he's that far off, which is right. impressive based on what we, you know, kind of seen and how much they've struggled, quote, over the past couple of weeks. Um, and estimate we know he's a dog, but Marshawn Lloyd stats with you know forty less carries and estimate has just under a hundred yards less than estimate. Um, we y'all know how good Marshawn Lloyd is, so right. he may be a, a game breaker here. You know, you never know. But I'm I'm taking uh, SC in the three. I like it. I'm I'm kind of with you, uh, JC. Where I just keep flip flopping. At first, I was like, just give me USC. Right. But man, this might be one of those games where we start counting Notre Dame out and, and they pull out a win that really shakes up college football. Because um, guaranteed, USC still thinks they're going to the playoff as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Regardless of how, you know, Oregon and Washington are doing right now. Yeah. Um, I think I am still going to go with USC. I think at this point in the year, there's enough film on Hartman. I don't know if like teams just have that, that offensive scheme figured out. I don't, I don't. I'm not really sure, but the way Louisville played against them, I mean, that was kind of a dominating performance. And like we talked about, Notre Dame just been through the ringer so far this year as far as these big games and, you know, close, you know, both wins and losses. Give me USC. They'll just put the game on on the back of Caleb Williams like they always do, and he's going to perform like the Heisman quarterback he is, and he's going to pull out the win for him. So, yeah, give me USC, and uh, it might it might get scary for most of this game. Uh, but uh, I'll still I'll still bet on Caleb Williams. I think maybe what maybe pushed me in that direction, Jacob, was you saying that you know reminded me of the Notre Dame Ohio State game, right? Ohio State a prolific offense. Um, I would say a better defense than USC's, and we saw how that game turned out at Notre Dame, right? So, kind of the same situation. It's a night game. It's at Notre Dame. We know how raucous that crowd was. Game day, the atmosphere was insane. I don't know if it's Hartman playing bad so much as maybe the the offensive line as much as I know I have talked about that they're supposed to be one of the best in the country guys going first round NFL draft and if you look at last week Louisville dominated that offensive line I think they need to take a page out of whoever that reporter was that asked James Franklin and say 
why don't you guys just chunk the ball down the field a little bit, take some shots down the field. <laughs> you guys have athletes on the outside. Tight end is one of the one of the best in the country. He's not a Brock Bowers, but he's definitely one of Hartman's favorite targets. With that being said, I think this in this environment, a night game, if it slows down in this game's in the twenties, give me Notre Dame type thing. I don't think they're gonna win a shootout versus USC. So if this is a similar environment to Ohio State, who obviously needed a last second touchdown. If it comes to the end of the game and Notre Dame plays with 11 players on defense, then I think they'll, they'll win the game. So give me Notre Dame and the three points if they have 11 men on the field. If they have, t- if they have 10 <laughs> men on the field, oh, if they have 10 men on hey, the field, not a guarantee. If they have 10 yeah. men, we've changed my pick. Deal? Deal? We, are we good on that? Can I, can I get no, an exception? No, not at all. Yeah. Call it the sports Listen, I, I could take the law... If I could take the loss for Texas A&M and their coaching flaws, as well as Miami, you could take the loss right. for Notre all Dame right. not fielding right. enough right. men. I'm yeah. still stick with it. If they have 11 men, I think right. I think I think they'll win. So give me Notre Dame. I, I think it's going to be like a field goal game. By the way, I, I definitely don't eat, eat whichever way it goes. So all right, uh, moving on to the SEC, number 11 Alabama hosting Arkansas, a noon kickoff. So a little surprising spread for me. Alabama 20 point favorites. The over under. Is that 46 and a half? Boys, I've been kind of high on Arkansas recently for a reason. If their offense plays the way they're supposed to, they obviously can compete with anybody. They're not going to beat, they're not going to beat this Alabama team. Alabama is good enough on offense with Milrow, even though some of his inconsistencies, what he does with his legs is impressive. But 20 is way too much in a conference game, especially a noon kickoff. Give me Arkansas to cover the 20 points. Yeah, I'm going to take the same thing. This number surprised me as well. I think they maybe. Uh, could be wrong. I usually am wrong, actually. Uh, but I feel like these this number is a little overreaction to how Arkansas has looked these past couple weeks. But this is like a prototypical game where we say that we're like, oh, Alabama's back, and then they win by five uh, against an Arkansas team. It's kind of reeling right now. So uh, what you said, 20, twenty, twenty, yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, give me, give me Arkansas. Let, let me see a little life out of them. Keep this thing close. Okay, uh, Arkansas is three and three this year against the spread. I know they're two and four in wins and losses, but um, I don't know if Vegas has really figured them out yet. Just like a lot of us, we haven't really figured them out yet. We thought they were going to be better coming in this year. I feel like I say that every time we talk about Arkansas, but um, playing in Tuscaloosa, I think I saw that they are the one team that in the SEC West, at least maybe or something, that has not beat Bama at Bama um, ever. I think. Well, they're um, not. Yeah, it's not going to happen this year either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But for is the spread, you got to say like at, at some point you think the the KJ Jefferson and, and Rocket Sanders would kind of get it together and be able to hang. And Bama's offense hasn't looked crazy good. They you know right. haven't put up a whole bunch of points. The most is 40 against Mississippi State, which defense is Swiss cheese. Well, so, they covered those last two games, right? Didn't Arkansas cover LSU and cover Ole Miss? I think that yeah yeah I, I mean th- that's think they had to that's so that's kind of why I'm leaning that way yeah I, I'm doing the same I'm leaning Arkansas plus twenty I like it I like it all right this next one I don't know how you guys feel is is Miami like this is this no. might be a bad analogy but this is what I thought about the other day you guys ever like you guys ever like played a video game or played something where you have like a, a story mode or like a certain level and like for some reason it turns off power goes out or something and you've already beat it it's like I don't want to go do that again I've already done it right. To me, if I'm Miami, it's like I beat Georgia Tech. We beat Georgia Tech. We just like we just like whatever happened. That way. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, does this yeah. team come mm-hmm. back with a vengeance, or are they like, damn, we just like ruined our season type thing? 
But to me, three and a half is still like a really close game. I think this Miami team still flies around on the defensive side, which I like. North Carolina, a little overhyped out of the Syracuse game. I know Tez Walker's back. I know Drake Mays, you know, put on, put on a show last week. Man, but if you're going to give me three and a half for Miami, I think if their mindset's right and they're not totally, you know, hate their coach, which they probably do. But if, if they come out with the right mindset, I think they can uh, keep up with this North Carolina team. If you're asking me for a confidence pick, this is at like negative one for me, but give my Miami in the three and a half. Yeah. Uh, th- this is weird that it is a uh, basically a field goal game, three and a half. I, I would have honestly expected, I know Miami beat A&M, but A&M just hasn't gotten their shit together. That was just one half thing, kind of like LSU and um, whoever they played in the first week. I'm, I'm blanking on their who they played in the first week, but that second half, Florida State, where they just kind of like shit to bed mm-hmm. in that second half. That was kind of the same deal um, where A&M just shit to bed, at, at least in my view, um, against Miami that week. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised, especially what after after what North Carolina did to Syracuse last week. Um, that it is only three and a half, especially in Chapel Hill. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to take three and a half. I think that's just a really confident thing. My gut told me that right off the bat. Um, I, I just don't know, JC, like, I agree. I don't know how Miami is going to respond. Um, I think a lot of that, there was the, the video, the guy of the, of the, you know, the Miami player was just like, you can see a mouth and what the fuck do we just do? Like, what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. And so I don't know how they're going to respond to their coach. Like, is the coach going to make another dumb decision? Or how is it going to go? So this is just a wild card kind of thing. But for that reason, just three and a half. Yeah, I'll take Drake May with three and a half. Dude, I'm still torn. I can't. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's I almost tough, can't decide. Because like, so JC, you said like they they did have the game won. It, it literally they they handed it over on a silver platter. They had the game right. won. However, the spread was like twenty or twenty one. It was twenty one, I believe, going yeah. into the game. Yeah. Yeah, so it shouldn't even never have come down to that. So then you're like looking at it like what? Why was he even down to a, a sure. you know a coaching decision blunder right. in the final seconds of these this game? So then you're like scratching your head, and of course at the same time that the same week that Miami does this, Drake May's like, by the way, still here, <laughs> still going to the NFL. Right, right. Um, I think. Oh my gosh. I think I'm gonna take Miami here. Uh, they they might have had a come to Jesus moment after after that game. Uh, I'm hoping anyway. I mean, even just a, a, a players only meeting where they're like, "Screw the coaches! Never let a guy get behind us ten yards with seconds to play to win a game ever again." Uh, give me give me Miami. This is completely against how I really. I don't. God, no, I'll, I'll take Miami. Okay, let me is stop this- talking. I got Miami. And let's move on to the next game before I freak <laughs> who out. Who did you who did you pick, Jason? I picked Miami. That's weird. Like honestly, this was like a confident thing for me. It was just like right off the bat, okay, North Carolina. Yeah, it's, dude, North Carolina's offense is better. I keep I keep going back to me watching Miami Texas A&M and just watching them fly around, dude. They were so I, fast. They were so physical for an AM team that is kind of I know they're not ideal and they're not maybe living up to expectations, but they're still competing. And just watching that, man, but they do it. Look, if North Carolina wins by seven, it won't surprise me. Their offense is definitely capable of that. I'm leaning yeah. towards Miami, and hopefully they're being mad and not upset the fact that you know their season might have almost halfway been ruined by. Hey, I could easily be wrong with that, but I felt 
about that game like I feel about the next one. It was just a confident, like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen right now. No, this this next one I'm pretty confident about, too. Number 14, Louisville coming off a huge win versus Notre Dame. Um, look, if if Louisville would was like a 3-3 three and three team going into Notre Dame and they pulled an upset, maybe I think they're a little too hype and they're going in this game with too much confidence. Louisville's undefeated. They've got a head coach that's been there, played. He's from there. The offensive coordinator is his brother who played at Louisville. They know what to say to these guys. They know the mindset of a player coming into a big week. They're undefeated. They're traveling to Pitt. I get it. It's a 6.30 kickoff. Seven and a half point favorites. They just beat a very, very good Notre Dame team by 13 points. I don't think Pitt can compete with that. Not the way their defensive line played. Give me Louisville to cover easily seven and a half. And Jacob, I'll go to you. Yeah, this, that's what I was saying. Is this one seven and a half. Like, I know it's in Pitt, but like, freaking give me a break. Like, Louisville, easy seven and a half. Um, Phil Dracovic has not played up to par. This Pitts team has kind of fallen apart. They've been known for a really good defensive line and and just a hard nosed football, and they just haven't really have really played like that this year. Um, I will say just a little bright spot for them. Um, they're tight in Gavin Bartholomew, which is one of the greatest last names in college football. Uh, leads the country in yards per catch for tight ends, um, twenty one and a half. So that's kind of a bright spot. Only twelve receptions. He's ahead of yards. Brock Bowers in a stat. Yeah, I I had to share that because I saw that. Like, Brock Hall Bowers owns every category. So freaking okay, cool. Every time I see um, Brock Bowers, he's either uh, it's probably the catch a screenplays, but he's normally about twenty one yards down the field catching balls wide open too. Exactly. So that's why I had to share that. But um, that's about the only bright spot for this pit team. So yeah, Louisville seven and a half, easy money there. I like it. I'm exactly with you guys. When I first saw this this line, I was like, that doesn't add up to me. Um, which probably means we're all going to get screwed by Vegas. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw, I expect to see at least 10 on that, on that number. Um, so yeah, give me, give me a little, and I, I honestly don't see this even being much of a sweat. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I think Louisville rolls, man. Um, crazy, man. They're, they're kind of slowly trying to creep into the top 10 there out of all the ACC teams. I yeah. definitely want, want to put I knew them they'd be, the they could start the year five and oh, but like beating Notre Dame like they did. And then right. Like they could really make some noise. It'll be interesting, uh, to say the least. All right, number 15, Oregon State hosting UCLA, ranked number 18 in the country. 8 p.m. kickoff, Eastern Standard Time on Fox. Oregon State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to lean Oregon State on this one. Um, if I'm ever going to pick DJ over somebody who's going to be a true freshman, I think his experience lends to that this type of game um, as far as decision-making goes. They're, again, they're not asking DJ to throw for 300 yards or anything like that. They're asking him to throw for... 175, 250 in that range. Run the ball, control the control the ball. Oregon State's run game is too good, so I think they're they're going to cover this uh, three and a half. First, look, a very exciting and emerging UCLA team with that that true freshman. Clint, I'll start with you on this one. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm coming with you on that. I UCLA, like I said, they are exciting. They're they're starting to get hot, and they, they might shake up, you know, some of the betting here in the next few weeks. But give me, give me Oregon State. I feel like they've been tested enough for us to be able to evaluate them and be like, you know what, they're a good team. Like they've they've played some competition, they've shown up, they haven't completely choked anything. Again, their only loss was the, the three point loss to uh, uh, Washington State. So l- l- let me see this train keep rolling. I'll take Oregon State. UCLA, obviously a good team defensively. Look for this to be a low scoring game. Uh, so we may have to watch this, you know, all the way through. But yeah, give me Oregon State, and I'll lay the points. Well, I'm. Well, I, I'm kind of even real going back on my own pick in my mind. Um, I, I wrote down Oregon State minus three and a half. Um, they're the home team and like I said, night game. DJ having more experience, but I, man, 
they both of these teams have played Washington State. Now you say they got them at home, um, but like you said, Washington State uh, beat Oregon State by three, but UCLA beat them by eight, which is kind of weird. So why would I go and turn around and pick Oregon State? But I'm gonna stick with that pick, even though I'm I'm wanting to change it right now. But um, it looks like UCLA's got the better defense right now, and they've played Utah and Washington State, whereas well, no, both of them have played each other, so. UCLA lost it. That's what I was Utah. about. To, that's what I was about Dude, to say. I'm about to really bend your mind <laughs> yeah. all over in a pretzel because the the reverse is opposite for the both yeah. of them playing Utah. Yeah, this is this is yep. Okay, but I'm I'm gonna stick with the Oregon State minus three and a half and just hope and pray something's right. <laughs> Who knows? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, Jacob, I'll stick with you uh, first on this next one. Utah hosting Cal, 3 p.m. kickoff. Utah's 12-point favorites, over-unders at 45.5. Utah coming in. They have one loss in the season, two Oregon State. Cal coming in at 3-3. Three and three. Um, What's your take on that one? I still don't know. Is Cam Rising back, close to being back? Anybody heard about him? Dude, I have no idea, brother. I have I'm, not heard I'm a thing. In the same boat. Um, I know having their first loss against Oregon State last time they played by 14. Obviously, it's not good, but they had a bye week since then. Um, actually, both both of these teams played Oregon State the last last game they played. They both lost to them. <laughs> Say something about that for Oregon State. But uh, I think still Utah, the better coach team here. Cal's defense is giving up close to 400 yards per game. Um, and Utah coming off of a bye. Hopefully, we can get Cam Rising back. I, I don't know where that status is at, but um, I'm going to take Utah here. What's what's the line at? Twelve. Twelve. Oh God. Um This this is what's crazy. We have talked about is Cam Rising playing since week one. We, this is the we, most having, we can't get like a clear answer. Lid, right. Yeah, this is the most closed box, lid <laughs> shut. This never happens. It's usually leaked somehow, and every week it's always like game a, time. A game day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is kind of crazy to me. I mean, props to them for keeping everything in house. Um, I guarantee it's driving other teams absolutely bonkers. Twelve points. Let me. Oh God. Let me just go Utah. Let me not get weird here. I'll go Utah. I'll lay the twelve. Uh, he's got to play at some point this year, right? I'm just gonna bet. Yeah. They they just call it the bye week. Did they have a bye week this yeah, year? Yeah, they just they're coming cool. off a yeah. bye. They did have a bye week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So time Utah. will tell. Um, this Cal team did put up forty. Um, versus Oregon State. That's what scares me. Um, which, if you remember, the Oregon State Utah game is twenty-one-seven. Oregon State's way. With that being said, with Cam Rising in question, I- I'm not confident in this because I think Utah is definitely the better team. But give me Cal and the twelve points there. Um, I'm looking at maybe a ten-point game for Utah there. So we'll see. Yeah, but I'm with you, Clint. Um, pretty hush-hush on that end, man. Maybe it's just one of those things that he keeps thinking he can play and he can, or they just. <laughs> You said they're just trying to keep other teams on their toes and preparing for, you know, two to three quarterbacks between Nate Johnson and Bryson Barnes. So one of the only teams in the nation I know they're, you know, the the whole depth chart of the quarterbacks at this point, I would say. So, right. So let me let me let me say something real quick. OK, this is Utah's last five games, right? They beat Florida 24 or they, they scored 24 points. They score 20 against Baylor. They score 31, but against Weber State or whoever that is. They score only 14 against UCLA and only seven against Oregon uh, State. And we 
this minus 12, that tells me Vegas might know that Cam Rising is playing. I, that, that's if just anyone knows, number. Vegas knows. Based on how this... Yeah, so, okay. That makes me feel a little better, which probably is awful. Uh, and Cal's going to destroy him. All right, cool. Awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. So, I went Cal. Jacob, where'd you go? I went Utah, and I'm regretting the hell out of it. Too. No, I, dude, look, it's, it's one of those things we, we really don't know. Speaking of quarterbacks that we don't know status, my understanding is Riley Leonard at Duke is day-to-day. I never got uh, an actual answer as to what happened. I don't know if you guys did. Now that I think about it, I just looked something up real quick. They're hosting NC State at 8 o'clock. It's a three-and-a-half-point game. Look, this NC State team, I think, is pretty solid. I'm go- I'll am go back to watching them play Notre Dame. So, is NC State, they, they do have one of the best linebacker cores in the nation. Their D-line was able to also get to Sam Hartman, which that might be more of an offensive line thing now that we've talked about that. I think it's a close game even with Riley Leonard, but especially if he's in question, man, I think it's a close game regardless of field goal game. But if, if he's out, dude, there's no telling what's going to happen. And I don't know who Duke's backup quarterback is if he plays the same style as Riley Leonard. With that being said, I'm going to lean NC State. Give me the three and a half. Um, Clint, I'll start with you on this one. If you guys have had anything else with Riley Leonard or an actual what they said his injury was, let me know. Um, I didn't think it'd be as hush-hush as Cam Rising since this obviously happened uh, during the season. Dude, this is like how do you how do you even pick? Right, I I honestly thought that Riley Leonard would be out for a few weeks, at least what the in, initial you know word was coming out of you know that right. school and whatnot. Um, it's literally one of the situations where if he's playing, I'm definitely picking Duke. If he's not playing, I'm probably picking NC State. Um, NC State still got a pretty good defense. I know they gave up. 41 to Marshall, but that might be a little bit of an outlier because the rest of the season they've looked pretty stinking good defensively. Defensively, right? Um, I'm I'm gonna, I'm just gonna bet on the better team. Do they kind of rely on the run some anyway? And they, it might just be not, I won't say plug and play, but it might be one of the situations where they're not. It's not a situation where, like, if Maryland loses. Tagovailoa, like, oh my god, what right. do you do? Because they, they, that's all they have, really. Um, let me go, Duke, and I um, mean, hopefully he plays. If not, hopefully he gets he gets healthy soon. Yeah, I, I think this, like we've talked multiple times, oddly enough, so far, um, three and a half point spread. So it's almost like just pick them game again. Um, right. Duke, honestly, what I what I was looking up was Riley Leonard is just like you said, JC, day to day, but they basically say positive outlook for the rest of the year. So I would imagine that means he's probably gonna be out for this game, maybe even for another game or two. Um, and they'll try to bring him back later this year. Um, I don't have Duke scheduled directly in front of me at the time to see who they're playing the next couple weeks, but um NC State has been like a hot hit or miss kind of they play good and then they, you know, suck sometimes. So um uh, just being three and a half at home, I'm going to take Duke because I do think they are the better team. Um, seeing what they did to Clemson and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm going to take Duke three and a half. You went, uh, you went Duke as well, right, Jason? No, I went NC State. Oh shoot! Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Oh man, I'll be honest, man. This next game, not easy, but I'm. I'm more confident in my pick than uh, maybe some other ones. Um, number 19th ranked Tennessee. You'll hear the next game. We have two ranked, two 19th ranked teams in the country because the AP poll is fucking idiots. Um, Tennessee <laughs> hosting feel. Texas A&M at 3:30. Tennessee comes in as three point favorites. Look, I've watched Tennessee play. 
I've watched A&M play. Give me A&M in the three points, man. I know it's Max Johnson. I know they don't have their starting quarterback, but I think one, they had the better roster. I'm not a believer in Joe Milton. Um, I've been saying that from the beginning. I know Carolina made him look pretty good there for, for most of the game, but give me A&M in this one um, in the three points. And Jacob, I'll, I'll go to you first. Yeah, I, I'm leaning the same way, man. Um, Tennessee, like I said, they had not impressed me besides the one South Carolina game. Um, and I have nothing much more to say than that, honestly, because A&M only given up 26 points to Bama. I know Bama's offense hasn't been like super out this world, like you said, with uh, Tua back in the day and stuff. But, um, you know, they beat A&M's beat Auburn. They beat Arkansas. Um, besides that second half against Miami, they've been a pretty good team this year. So I, I definitely think this roster is much better than Tennessee's. Um, it, it sucks they don't have Connor Wigman, but um, I think going to Tennessee, not being a night game helps too. Um, won't be maybe as loud, even though Neyland Salem is an, is an awesome place. Um, but I will, uh, I'll take A&M here. Yeah, this line confused me. I I did not think Tennessee was going to be favored. I get it's at Tennessee, but um, yeah, give me give me an A and M. They were close with that Alabama game again, kind of uh, the same situation with Miami. They're good in spite of their coaching. Um, they might have a the same situation, like I said, with Miami, where they they probably had a couple meetings where they're like, guys, we got to right, right. like we can't we cannot squander this team right here. Um, give me A and M. And uh, I'll take the you said three. three points. Yeah, yeah, I'll take. I like three. it. Um, all kind of in accordance there. All right, number nineteen, the second ranked nineteenth team in the nation, Washington State, hosting Arizona. Um, Vegas definitely knows what they're doing with this eight point spread. Uh, Washington. <laughs> what a gross Washington line. State's way. Yeah. Arizona. Um, if I remember correctly, two losses the last two weeks, but played out of their mind. Games they should have won. Obviously, I if if somebody else other than whoever called that play is calling the play, they probably win versus USC. They did the eight points for a reason. Vegas knows what's going on. Give me Arizona and the eight points. This quarterback's only getting better. He's only started two games, or I think that was his. That might have been his third game going in. Anyway, he's only getting better with experience. They got athletes on the outside. I like the way they're playing. I know Cam Ward's at Washington State, but Arizona, regardless of the losses, got to have a lot of confidence putting up uh, a lot of points and going into three overtimes with the number 10 team in the nation. So give me Arizona, the cover to eight. Jacob, how you feel about that? I'm right there with you, man. Um, Arizona's just been the surprise team, I think, so far this year. Um, that's not, at least that's not ranked. Um, Washington State, they've surprised us too. Kind of Cam Ward came out, not out of nowhere, but really lit it up so far this year. Um, hit the first speed bump with a loss at UCLA last week. but um. Yeah, th- this Arizona team, man, they've played a gauntlet with SC and then Washington the past two weeks, um, and then they got to go here. But you're giving me plus eight. Um, I got to take it because, I mean, Arizona so far 5-1 against the spread this year. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to keep it going, man. This is this is fun. I like it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you, boys. That that line eight, that's just such a nasty number. Seriously, <laughs> Arizona, and this is off the top of the dome, so you know, fact check me if you want. Arizona might be the best three and three team in the nation, and it might not even be close. They are really good. They have some close. After losses. Carolina beats Florida, will be the best three and three team. But as of right now, you are correct. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, 
fair enough. But uh, putting my homerism aside, let, let me let me take Arizona. Man, they're a good, solid team, man. They've been close in some games. They probably should have won one or two more. I'll take Arizona and the weird old eight points there. Yeah, this this over under is fifty nine. I it may go over that to be honest. Both I'm with you, dude. Offenses are flying. Hammer the over on that for sure. I need to start doing that in my parlays. Screw the who's gonna win. Just let me do over and unders, man. <laughs> my I might actually get some money because I still I haven't done a parlay in two weeks. So I was zero for the first four. So that's on me though. That's, that is yeah, that's on how parlays me. go. Me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. <laughs> All right, I don't know which which uh, LSU defense is going to show up because, well, I guess it doesn't matter because they haven't had one good defensive showing really all year. <laughs> yeah, they're hosting Auburn at seven p.m. Um, a, a rivalry game there in the western western part of the SEC. LSU eleven point favorites, over unders at sixty one. If there's an Auburn team that played Georgia shows up, which I think they can and they will, um, then it definitely going to be a close game. LSU can obviously score fifty points when they want to, but does their defense? Can can they stop anybody? And right now, I'd say no. And the way Auburn ran the ball versus Georgia, I think it's going to be a close game. So that's 11 points is a lot. Not going to be a shootout. Over under 61. Give me the give me the under and give me Auburn in the points. Ooh. Spicy. Listen, LSU, I agree. Uh, you know, I've kind of bashed them the last few weeks. They definitely have a bad defense. They've also played uh, Missouri. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they played Missouri last week, who is definitely coming into their own offensively, and they played Ole Miss the week before, who obviously is that's their strong suit is offense. Auburn's strong suit is not offense. <laughs> uh, LSU kind of saved me too with a little pick six action to help Screw me come you. to screw you. Yeah, the the bad beat <laughs> on y'all's part. It was a good win for me, dude. I fucking I, listen, predicted I'll, I'll, that perfectly. <laughs> so mad, dude. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll keep feeding the beast. Uh, let, let me get LSU. I don't care how they do it. Just discover the spread and make me <laughs> I like happy. It. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm still gonna take LSU because again, I say this every time. But if they're gonna have a chance in the SEC, they gotta gotta win these games. I want the LSU defense back that only gave up 14 to Mississippi State. Did y'all yeah. remember they did that? That's not gonna happen because everybody's just overshadowed it with Missouri and Ole Miss and and how much they've given up there. But like, the, well, I think also Mississippi State sucks. I mean, they're just but, booty juice. But I mean, y'all like leaky booty, stinky juice. <laughs> y'all still like mm. it was. Y'all give up a bunch of yards to them, so yeah, because we're kind of. <laughs> <juice. laughs> I didn't hey, want, I wasn't hey, trying to pull that out. Hey, hey, scoreboard, scoreboard, <laughs> scoreboard. This, 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 the same M effort as I'm about to put in a Carolina shirt on Saturday. Well, yeah, I will, and I'll cheer for y'all. <laughs> Let's go. Not, not against Clemson. Though. The mic's there off the stand because my next take. But sorry, Jacob, go ahead. I get no, oh, yeah. the so I'm gonna oh, take shoot. LSU to win this one. Um, eleven points is more than I would like to give with that defense, but um, I think the offense will. Auburn, like you said, Clint just can't really score that well. Offense not good. Um, I'll, I'll take that LSU minus eleven. Oh, here we go. All right, next game number twenty three, Kansas at Oklahoma State. Kansas is three point favorites. Look, Kansas is the only team left on Oklahoma's schedule that's gonna probably beat them. So <laughs> while I already I lost okay. to Clint, All right. I already yeah. lost the bet, I know it. But I gotta stick with my Kansas Jayhawks. Rock chalk Jayhawk by three. Easy money. Book Dude, it. This you is can the let one self coach. You can let the basketball coach coach this week, they're gonna win. 
Van Gundy, Mike Van, whatever his name is. I'm a man. I'm Mike 40. Gundy. He's 60 now at this Mike rate. Gundy. Doesn't matter. Give me the Jayhawks by three. Easy. This was Sorry, the one week that Oklahoma's on a buy. Surprised. Oklahoma and Texas are both on buys. And you're still going to bring them up in the pot. We weren't going to bring them up. Hey, man. When you're the whiskey's hitting, buddy, I'm all on Kansas. <laughs> Three-point favorite, Kansas. All right. Uh, what was the game that Oklahoma State won that they really kind of came out of nowhere? Kansas State last week. Oh, yeah. So maybe they're hitting the right, hitting the groove at the right time. Too late. Um, are we going to get a surprise, Jalen Daniels? Is it Jalen Daniels or Jaden? It's Jalen. Jalen. And then there's Jaden at LSU. Uh, Jalen. If you just say Daniels, you're right every exactly. time. Exactly. That's what um, I do. Is, are he we going to get a surprise? If, He's not going to play or something like we did one time? Or nah, it don't playing? matter. They'll, they'll win by their uniforms, give them plus three points. <laughs> plus three XP. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe in Kansas this year. So as far as that, I, I think I'm going to stick with the three points. Um, but this Oklahoma State team could be hitting something at, at this time. It could be like a little trap game for Kansas. I, I, but I'm, I'm going to stick with Kansas minus three. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, dude. When you told me you ripped off the mic for this next take, I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> Kansas, no, I, just, I was State just pumped because I had to. <laughs> no, you brought it full circle. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not that crazy of a take, really. But. So, well, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I, I, yeah, I'm kind of surprised it's just three points on, you know. But you know how I am with guessing what spreads are going to be. Uh, but screw it. We'll take Kansas. Uh, I, don't, I don't think this is really going to be even that close of a game. Uh, and at three points, sure, yeah. Give me Kansas. There we go. I like it. All right, boys. This is our last top 25 matchup of the week. Um, I think might be one of the, the best games to watch of the week, to be honest, if you're an SEC fan. Kentucky's hosting Missouri. It's a 7.30 kickoff. SEC Network. Over-under sitting at 51.5. Kentucky coming in at 2.5-point favorites. We talked about the three maybe being kind of like the, the baseline spread. You can tell how close this game is. Um, Missouri coming off a disappointing loss versus LSU, a game they maybe thought they, they should have had won, especially with Daniels going out there for a few minutes there in the fourth quarter. Kentucky coming off a very disappointing loss versus Georgia. We were pretty high on Kentucky. Um, Kentucky, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Clint, I'll start with you on this one. Um, one. One of the tougher picks, I would say, man. I, I think both teams are playing well. Both, both offenses are playing well. Um, what's your feeling on this game, man? I I think that Missouri is a really good team. Yeah. I won't call them a great team, but they ju- they just had to play uh, Daniels. Which one is it again? Is it Jalen or Jaden? This one. This one is Jade. Oh no, let's see. Jaden. See, okay, it's just good. If you just say Daniels, you're gonna win yeah. every time. Uh, that's it, it's definitely you know Jaden is probably uh, Heisman you know favorite if uh, one of the favorites right now. And Missouri was toe to toe with them, and the game was a lot closer than that final score looked like. You know, like we said that that late pick six, right? We also determined that we kind of over evaluated on Kentucky. We we saw a big game against Florida, and then Georgia, who hasn't really been super dominant all year, was definitely dominant against that Kentucky team. Give me Missouri. Uh, I think this is. It's going to be a game where we're watching this play out and we're like, oh, geez, like, why, why was this like this, this, 
small of a, a spread here. Right. Give me Missouri, and I'll take the uh, the two and a half. Yeah, I I have to take Missouri here, um, mainly just because of and even uh, Eli Drinkowitz, the Missouri coach, said this could be like a trench style game. Um, I'm guessing he's meaning certainly you know in the trenches and who could run the ball better because Kentucky that's their bread and butter. Um, I I think the difference maker is uh, Brady Cook here. That that he's really impressed me this year. Um, nineteen hundred yards, which is like I think uh, what's his name? Old Penix Jr. at Washington leads the the nation it with nineteen hundred and ninety nine, something like that. What what are y'all laughing about? You definitely said penis that time. <laughs> Penix yeah, Jr. That was that was a you did might I say as well penis? Said dick. I swear <laughs> you actually. I thought you meant to say penis. No, I said <laughs> Penix. All right, my bad, dude. Yeah, I did. No, I said Penix. Recording will tell. No, oh, the yeah. recording fucked up. Show us your uh, lower back. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, Michael Cock Jr. <laughs> <laughs> <the quarterback. laughs> oh, that's where man. I said Phoenix. Uh, but um, Brady Cook, I think he's the difference maker here. Um, being on the road, I think they're going to play just you know loose and just throw the ball around and stuff. So, um, I, Devin Leary can't do that. I know he's got twelve hundred yards throwing, but like it, it just, again hasn't impressed me very much this year. Um, so. I think both teams could run the ball very, pretty pretty well, but I think Brady Cook will be the difference maker, and I'll take Missouri. All right, this is going to go a couple different ways here. One, it's not mm-hmm. at Missouri. We got problems. Two, if you guys <laughs> if you guys go to the store, you guys need some barbecue sauce. What are you buying, huh? Jacob, I'll start with you. What are you buying, huh? Sweet baby Ray's. Sweet baby Ray's. Clint, what about you? <laughs> you sweet sweet baby Ray's guy. It's too sugary, man. Ooh. Uh, oh, what, what, what about the Sweet Bear Rays yeah. beef jerky? You had that? No, I have not. Hey, I didn't even know they that, had that. That's just fire. But it doesn't matter what they have. You're going to no, find a listen, way to, to I was going to say I'm going okay, Kentucky go because of Kentucky bourbon. But this bourbon say, yeah. I got right now is actually from mm. Indiana. But it don't matter. Sweet Baby Ray Davis, listen to me. It's a home game at Kentucky. <laughs> two and a half points. It's a toss-up. Give me Kentucky. Sweet Baby Ray Davis runs for over 200 yards. They win the game. Book it. Okay. Hey, let's, let's, hey I like this because you look pretty hot about it. I'm sure Missouri's going to win. Let's have a little show bet. We need, we need something. Not, not Jersey. Nothing crazy. How about a, a, a bottle? Maybe, maybe a little bottle of something. There we go. All right. Outright. outright, I'll take the outright. Jesse, the okay, spread. so Sweet Baby Ray is he, if he's running for another two hundred yards, how many yards is Devin Leary throwing for? Because when that happened last time, he threw for sixty-seven or sixty-nine yards. How about this? How about this, Clint? If Kentucky wins and Sweet Baby Ray runs for two hundred yards, I need a bottle and a Sweet Baby Ray's beef jerky bag. Okay. If and, and look, if, look, no matter what, if he runs for less than two hundred, I'll buy you a beef jerky Sweet Baby Ray's just so you can try them. Okay. All right. Fair. It's a it's a win win uh, for you. A, that, yeah, that's a kind. <laughs> if yeah. <laughs> Not really. Two hundred yards. I could be out of a bottle and some beef. Yeah, jerky. Yeah, but you might. You might have to jerky. give me a bottle, but you might get some beef jerky, or you might <laughs> not get fair. anything. You said two hundred yards. Yard. He ran for all purposes are rushing. I'm telling you now, he's not running for two hundred. I don't know if he, how if much they, he catches. If they, hey, if they, if they, stop if they it, give him, Jacob, don't give, give him. If they give him twenty attempts, he will or twenty five. I mean, the beef jerky is good. I will say. I will. You, you well, that's just something you need to make sure you figure out now. It's like, is it all purpose yards or two hundred rushing? No, 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 no. I said, I said rushing. I'm not, okay, not going to get technical. Lay that, make sure that's straight. Make sure that's straight. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Well, I'd, dude, I hope it's like one ninety four, and I'm chewing on beef jerky right in your face. If it's one ninety four, I better get a piece of one. <laughs> yeah, <I can laughs> give me the, throw, at least give me the the, the packet <laughs> that saves it, so I can yeah. throw two in my next pack. 
<laughs> so you can like smell it. Oh, because I'm good. traveling next week and I'm going right, to Bucky's. I'm getting beef jerky anyway, but it's Bucky's beef jerky. Oh, any sweet bit raised, but it'll do. Get some of them uh beaver nuggets too, weather. Hey, I like that. I like that. All right, hey. top twenty-five matchups. That's it. That's it for them. We got two more games to talk about. One we'll uh we'll talk about a little more than the other, more than likely. Uh, the Florida Gators coming into town. Uh, to Columbia, South Carolina. The state fairs in town. It ain't like Texas. I get it. It's a three thirty kickoff. Surprisingly, South Carolina coming in as two point favorites. Clint, I'm not gonna lie. When I was thinking about this game, it feels like it's been a month since Carolina's played because of the lack of stress that's been on my plate. Um, even though the Braves are trying to get on, get get there, right? That's why I'm drinking this little bit of bourbon I got right here. Um, look, I'm going to the game. Jacob's going to the game. We're going to throw the football before the game. We're going to drink before the game. We're going to eat some pizza before the game. I'm mad there's no woods in between there, but it's all good. Listen to me. Carolina's going to win by more than two points. We're going to win by a tud. At least. Graham Mertz, trash. Spencer Rattler, a week off, ready to go. Hopefully Juice is back. Don't know yet. Doesn't matter. You come to Willie B on a Saturday, and you're wearing a different colored jersey. Than the Carolina game time, it's a tough matchup. So Cox by ninety bitches, especially in the month of October. Dude, oh, ah, I damn like, it! I yes. forgot. I, I forgot. I'll let, hey, I'll you let you. I'll let you take it. it damn, I didn't. I'll no, let no, you no, take no, it. I'll no, let you no, take no. it. I was. I was. I, no, no, no. I wouldn't take it. I was gonna give it right no, back. No, I'll let to Jacob you. take it because look, he actually. I think Jacob might have brought it up before me. We're talking about Cocktober. Because it, it Actually, is October. Yes, he was talking the, about Penis Jr. earlier, so he might as well yeah. give us Jacob, uh, Cocktober. Yes, Jacob, you know, thing, all of, uh, you all, you know about Cocktober and Cock November when we beat the Tigers. So you go ahead and hey, give me your feelings on Cocktober. Hey, like PSA to anybody, <laughs> don't be fan or don't be friends with like South Carolina fans because if you make one mistake, they're going to take it and run with it. <laughs> We're not Swear friends, Jacob. God. We're, fa- We're family, bro. We're family. I got you. I got you. Whatever. We're family. You ain't but, got a choice. <laughs> dude, we have to take. Yeah, we have to take the small mistakes because we make so many that we just gotta divert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come um, on, you should be used to it by now. Yeah. Listen, hey, I'm kinda I'm kinda with that. Cocktober, I'm down. I spooky let's, season, let's, baby. Let's, spooky let's, season. Let's wait back up. Listen, we got the bye week, got it figured out. Hey, recruiting's starting to heat up a little bit too. I don't know if you've been watching some of the threads. Did you see Lewis Solomon decommitted? Spicy. He de- decommitted. Uh, that's yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. Boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Let's get this win. Let's get this win. Let's solidify some recruits here as well. Give me, give me the Cox. Cox Let's go, Jacob. Every every time you got I one swear. choice here because we're gonna be with each other all day Saturday. <laughs> so listen, how I treat you. And how we communicate is depending upon your yeah. take right now. No, I. this is truly, I've said this plenty of times before, Florida is a different team away from the swamp. And, and just that being said, plainly right there, I'm taking Carolina minus two. Um, just I, I have no confidence in this Florida team when they're away. Um, I think I did hear that their team got into Columbia like, yesterday or maybe it was going to be today to make sure their team really got the you know the rest they needed to to get some sleep and, and stuff like that because apparently they haven't been doing that very well wait wait wait, wait 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 school we skipping class now i maybe Student athlete we skipping class now yo <laughs> that's the that first time we're week seven is the first time you mentioned academics this whole oh, thing man. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, look. Okay, 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 okay. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I ain't got shit to say about that, oh, bro. I ain't, got, I ain't got shit to say about that. You got but, me. But uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Josh <laughs> Payton for the Cocktober. I have to give credit there because he, I think he kind of created that. But um, Cocktober, this game's going to be wild. Tailgating is going to be hella fun. Um, As a Clemson fan, don't worry my Clemson like fran- fans and stuff. Like, I'm not a Carolina fan. and. And when they play Clemson, not even close, but I want He's them to win. He's just wearing Carolina gear so he doesn't get beat up. That's all. Sure, sure. Whatever you want to call it. But um, anyway, is uh, what's his name? The old ball coach going to be there? Because this is his two teams. Maybe we can throw a couple balls on him or something. Shoot, he's out there. He's still playing golf. Probably. He ain't going to be at this game. He don't, he don't care. I actually, he might be, dude. He kind of betrayed us. He did kind of betray us. I'm not going to lie. Listen, Jacob, your beard is orange enough. Everybody's going to know that you're still a Clemson fan. <laughs> it's fine. We're good. We're it's good. red. It's not orange. I, that's better association than <laughs> Iowa. I will say. I mean, true, not, to, true. not 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 to yeah. transition. But no, nah, no, nah, because I kind of wanted to hear from y'all. Like, what what do you think is going to be the key here instead of us just saying, "Yeah, Carolina minus two. We we cox by 90. Um, I personally think I want to see Rattler, like I said, coming off a of bye, rested up. Um, <clears throat> you, him and, and Xavier look at. Don't even try to run the ball. Normally, it's been like I want to see y'all run the ball, establish a run early and stuff. Same. But no, I want to see y'all kick Florida right in the teeth. And just fucking throw the ball all around the first quarter, second quarter, whatever, and just then focus on the run in the second half when you can just try to run the clock out. Um, I think if y'all jump on Florida early, because this this offense for Florida is not built to try to have to push them to come back. I think they can run the ball, but because Graham Mertz is not necessarily a drop back kind of, you know, read all, make all his reads and throw the ball very well. He's not. He's, he's improved us better. I think he's proved us better than what we thought he was going to be. Um, so far this year, but I think if you jump on them early and then make Florida have to try to come back from two, three scores down, that that's how you win this game. Listen, two things. One, can we find somebody other than Xavier to get the ball to? I think we can. Uh, Amari Brown, he's he's going to be, I think, a big part yep. of this game. Dude's quick. If if you ain't seen him yet, you might see him this game. Dude is he's shifty and he he's a lot of yards after the catch. That's number one. Number two. I don't even care about stopping the run. I really don't. I want to have a solid secondary performance, and I think we're on the right track. We looked a little bit better against Tennessee. Yeah, we lost. Yeah, there's a fair amount of points, but the secondary did look like it had improved. Uh, if we could do that and just limit to what they the big plays, bend don't break defense, uh, red zone. Can you can you? Can you stand up and when you need to get a stop here too? Maybe force a field goal, maybe a block field goal, little little beamer ball. I think that's going to be the two big things. Have our secondary show up and let's let's get somebody involved other than Xavier. Kind of give us a little more um, options offensively. Jacob, when you first said who's going to be like who do we need besides Leggett, my initial reaction was like Mario Anderson, Mario Anderson. But you reminded me about my take the last couple of weeks when. As much as I'm, a, I would love to be balanced. At some point, when you got the better player, aka Xavier, you got to just throw the ball down the field. I don't think Florida can keep up with our offense. So yeah, we need to get the ball to our playmakers early, take shots down the field early. With that being said, Graham Mertz, I, he's not that guy. I think we're going to get at least two turnovers on defense. If we get at least two turnovers in defense, you guys are both getting sweet baby rays, fucking beef jerky sent to you guys. <laughs> I'm just telling you. The will I get it twice? You might get it twice, bro. You might get twice oh, in one night. When's the last cool. time you had that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Hey, Listen, 
I might try tonight, but you know how that goes. <laughs> Yo, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, we're gonna win. We're gonna win big. Graham Mertz, you look athletic in that jersey, but you ain't athletic. We all know. I seen you at Wisconsin. I'm just saying. All I need Mario Anderson to do is gash him a couple times. Gash him a couple times just to get that play action enough. And the last thing you're going to see is mm. 17 running down the field with a ball in his hands with the half jersey pulled up and man running 21 miles an hour. Cox by 90. Cox by 90. Let's go. Mic drop. Mic drop. I wouldn't mm. drop it. We got one more team. Real quick before <laughs> we finish it out. Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's 10-point favorites. Wisconsin's going to win 20-3. to Game over. Simple as that. <laughs> that. That's my take. Simple as that. I truly think this Wisconsin team is better than what they certainly started the year at. Um, I'm trying to pull up the game now, but yeah, they, they, is it really going to be every single game they're going to score 20 or less? Uh, uh, this yeah, 100%. is fucking From hilarious. now on, yes. They better start looking for a new offensive coordinator. Starting out, they're 5-1 and one, though, which is crazy to say. But, um, yeah, I think Tanner Mordecai is finally learning the offense a little bit more in Wisconsin. They're four and one. I know they had that. Uh, the it was at Washington State, which at the time we didn't think Washington State was like that crazy. But um, looking back at it, that really wasn't that bad of a loss. So right. um, truly, this uh, Wisconsin team is they could be hanging there at the end of the year and suddenly be right in the Big Ten race. Um, they're two and zero in the conference, so I think they'll they'll you know start kicking Iowa's teeth in here a little bit. And uh, I know Iowa's. Defense is damn good, but um, no, <laughs> they're not going to score twenty. I don't even think. I think it'll be like a thirty-four to, you know, freaking thirteen game or something like that. Damn, Clint, what you got? I'm gonna go twenty-seven ten. You can book it twenty-seven ten. Cash I money, like it. Writing them down this time. See if we get it right. Yeah, twenty-seven seven ten on Wisconsin. Thirty-four thirteen, Wisconsin. Go Badgers. What did I say? 20 to 3? Yeah. yeah I don't know that would just that. be a fun game to watch. That was a bourbon talking. <laughs> that one. Oh, man. Ooh. Tell you what. This is going to be one of the more exciting games. One, Carolina's back. Can't wait for it. I know Clemson's on a bye. Jacob, good for you, man. Stress-free weekend. No big deal. But your boy Penix is playing. USC Notre Dame's playing. We got LSU-Auburn. We got Alabama-Arkansas. We got some crazy good games, man. There's Missouri, never Missouri, a Missouri Kentucky. A slow I think it week. might be the second best game of the year, or the second best game of the weekend, um, besides mm-hmm. uh, Washington, mm-hmm. Oregon. There. Yeah, there's never a slow week in college football. As, as some people like to say, there is sometimes. It's really never a slow week. There's always something to happen. So, but yeah, Clemson needs that week off because we got to go to Miami, um, and we'll see how Miami plays. Uh, you know, coming up here, but I'm um, against North Carolina, so. I'm interested to see that, but we definitely need that week off. Hey, here we go. Listen, I I came into this episode hot and bothered, angry at the world because the Braves just got smacked. Because of you two cuties, (laughs) I feel so much better. So I want to thank you too. Appreciate you guys. That means a lot. Means a lot. It does. Coming for you. It It does. Oh, it's getting weird. We're talking about penises and I'm not calling each other cute. This is <laughs> oh, why are you why are you so oh, defensive, sorry. bro? <laughs> why are you so defensive? Hey, I will say though, me and Jacob are having a bro bro tailgate. Just me and him because the state fair ruined our other tailgate. So it's gonna be me and him 
doing the football round. <laughs> yeah, we had like an RV set up or whatever. We were like we, planning the whole thing out, and then all of a sudden, no. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, man. Uncle Rico throwing the pass running routes, man. Back in the four, he stole pigskin a quarter mile. Mm, that's right. Oh. <laughs> Cook out some Salisbury steaks right now. Hey, I've had. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. More than down. There you go. Both got Hi, trucks. Boys. Bring both trucks. You got anything <laughs> else before you, before you get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm good. Appreciate you guys. All right. Hey, we'll catch y'all next week. All right. Later, boys. Bye.